Listening to it, he almost sounds like rumor. I felt like a little rumor, mm-hmm. a little Roddy Rich. Yeah. What's that new category? Rhythm and rap? Rhythm, rhythm and bars. Rhythm, rhythm and bars. bars. All these categories are trash. Yeah. Or melodic, like melodic rap. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not with it. Don't you fall into that category? Nah, nah. <laughs> the issue I have with it is that it's not. It's not necessary. Like if, if it's hip hop or if it's R and B, it's yeah, all but, one in the but same. But there's, there's so many categories in hip hop now. They're just you know, trying to add awards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The subgenres. But how many times have we complained about something not being R and B or not being hip hop and yeah. being something you, you, you else? You gotta you gotta make these you gotta make these sub these subcategories. But yeah. they I think these guys they identify as rappers. Yeah, that's fine. So you know because you know just like how with house. Multiple sub, absolutely. You know, do the same absolutely. thing with hip hop. I'm, I'm for it. I'm all for it. Give these niggas their own. At end of the day, do we care about these award shows? No, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we might be singing a different tune if we were the ones that were up for the award because we might get a bigger bag, right? Yeah. <laughs> if we win, right? obviously. Well, Podcast. I better win. <laughs> podcast of the year, baby. Let's go. I got Gunner on the phone. I better win. <laughs> but, hold on, but if there was Podcast of the Year and then they created DJ Podcast of the Year. Mm. And it gives us a better chance to win an award. I'm here for about? it. I'm, I'm here, I'm here are we, for it. Are we going to go up and be like, yo, we appreciate you guys for thinking of us, but we're bigger than a DJ podcast, okay? We should be going after the big one. Just saying. Like Tyler the Creator. It. Hey. Tyler it. It's valid. Anyway. I'm here for, I'm here for this We bike. Yes, sir. Mickey podcast. That was Quicksand by Moray. Moray. Want to say it. Yeah, that, he's a he's a you know he's a belly buckets ambassador. He's a husky fella. Yeah, moves is he, around a is lot. He nice at ball. He, he yeah he's you know he's round. What episode like, is he's this? round? <laughs> what, what episode he's well rounded. Well rounded. What episode? I can is say this? that I'm fat. This is episode seventy five. Seventy five. Wow. Yeah, Three yeah. We, quarters. We we apologize for the video uh, not being right for uh, the last two. Episodes. Yeah, uh, text Sean. <laughs> DM Sean Harris. Andre AKA Cox. It's funny. In, our, in our internal conversations, we feel like the two biggest episodes were with Matt Kennedy and Phenom. And the videos didn't go. <laughs> there was an issue with the video. I wasn't there for Phenom, so I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not, not taking that blame. Yeah, I'm not taking nah. that. Yeah. Unfortunately, this ended up being two episodes instead. That was also that guy's last episode, so. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, one and done. Well then, <laughs> um, mm. we're back. Yeah, before we get into it, um, make sure you guys check out our Mickey D's playlist on Beat Source. Yo. It is updated. That song you just heard, maybe we, might we be on. Definitely, is, is he on Beat Source? Um, that's a great question. I haven't checked, but I'll check Spotify. Yeah, I'll check. More, and then I think we also. We could also add uh, his other records. Switch up by the time this is aired, yeah. it would be updated. So yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. so yeah. The 
playlist is updated and um, discounts, discounts, discounts. Mickey D's one five, M I K I D Z one five. When you go and purchase uh, whatever, anything you want off the uh, Jetpack website, get a new backpack, make it a Christmas gift. Yeah. They got some new stuff out. You know, use that coupon code and get fifteen percent off your yeah. entire cart. The how was y'all? How was y'all Thanksgiving? I feel like I haven't seen y'all since Thanksgiving or before. Thanksgiving. Outside heat lamps, nice social distance. Okay, yeah, but it, it was a nice evening in L.A. Yeah, um, I spent it alone. Uh, I had a. I was uh, in contact with someone who tested positive. Uh, I've already got tested. Right. After that, so let's okay. get that out the way yeah. real quick before it gets awkward. <laughs> get cheers. Niggas was looking at you like, <laughs> what? Did, like did, I see, did I see you that day? Like, wait, wait, what? wait a minute. Wait a minute. You the TikTok. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. 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 Wait, ha- before you continue, how many times has it come up in a group chat or amongst friends saying, "Yo, so and so just got it," and then you're like, "Fuck, I gotta go get tested." Yeah. How how often does that happen? For me, it's like twice. Yeah, I'm I think for me, it was tested like twice. Negative. Yeah, and I, I'm going to go get tested and tested negative. Yeah. No, yeah, so I was in contact with somebody who tested positive uh, Wednesday, but they called me Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving Day, and it's it's crazy how some things in life work, and to me, at least, it's 2020. I'm like, this is on brand for me. Yeah. So um, they told me like at 1 o'clock on, on Thanksgiving Day, Every clinic uh, that was testing uh, for like same day testing was closed. It was closed at one, of course. So like <laughs> it was like one thing to to like have it closed, mm-hmm. but to know that there was a chance if I would have heard about it earlier, earlier in the day, and I could have gotten tested, and then I would have been reassured of my, me testing negative, would have been nice. But uh, I was really looking forward to this one uh, because I haven't had a Thanksgiving dinner in like six years. Sheesh. <laughs> Make it seven because of retail. Yeah. You know, we do Black Friday at midnight. Yeah. So I'd always leave early, or we'd have to do a lunch or breakfast or whatever. So I was looking forward to this one this year. I was like, Yeah, we we ain't gonna do no event. We ain't gonna do no midnight. Nobody. I'm not gonna gather nobody for the psych. Thing. Just mm-hmm. kidding. Ta-da! I had, I had, ta-da! <laughs> <laughs> I had my Thanksgiving dinner uh-huh. delivered to my to my uh, apartment door. Nice. Uh, and dropped Damn. off with no contact, and yeah, yeah it was it was it was rough. All right, but you know, on brand like the rest of the year. Nice, but you know, at the end of the day, I had a dinner. Somebody out there didn't get to have a Thanksgiving dinner, so yeah, yeah. you know, right. we in that mindset. We've got to be great, grateful for what you do have. And absolutely, what you do. absolutely. Yeah, bro. Uh, it was cool, man. Sean and I and the and the oh, and the wives, the misses, the yeah. misses. Um, they cooked. Me and Sean sat on our asses all day. <laughs> So it was lovely. Men, 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 right. men. No, we cleaned, we cleaned, we cleaned. We cleaned. We, we, this is this is this is a new uh, this is a new day and age. So oh, they cooked, clean. we cleaned. We did. Twenty twenty men. Yeah. Twenty twenty men. Right. Twenty twenty men. Uh, man, it was it was great. Like you know, like normally we we do the whole thing. You you know, yeah, yeah, similar to what what Joe and his family do. We have fucking eight to twelve people at a table and shit like that. But you know, like because of the whole pandemic situation and the vid. Um, yeah, we kept it intimate and we just chilled at the crib. It was good, man. We had a we had a solid we time. Ate, ate for we the ate. next ten days yeah. straight. Mm-hmm. We did, man. It yeah, was it was lovely. The best. <laughs> leftovers, at leftovers, man. Leftovers. There was more leftovers because it was less people. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's a lot of turkey. Yeah. Is there any particular plate you guys look forward to? Yam stuffing. 
yam, gravy, oh, gravy on the stuff, uh, mac and cheese, yeah. and the sweet potato pie. Man. I had this conversation Yo. with my stomach. Yeah, listen. Yo, sweet potato pie. So sweet potato pie. We came across a, a gentleman uh, recently, and granted, he's not he's not from this. He's not originally from this country. And we were talking about sweet potato pie, and he said something about pumpkin. He goes, "Oh, what's the difference?" And everybody in the room just stopped and looked at him like. <laughs> He was about to get his head chopped off. And I said, yo, man, don't ever come in this house and disrespect sweet potato pie in your life, bro. No, man, let me talk to you let outside. Let me talk to you outside. Yeah, hey, hold on. Did, hold on. Yeah. Let, let, me, let, me, let me help out because not only did that happen, but then when we were observing him eat, yeah. and this is a big dude, like big dude, like Julius big. Yeah. yeah. To give you a He was eating the yams <laughs> with the brisket. Like together, not like you know, like in one bite. I mean, yeah. like you know, that was so annoying you, you? once you get a taste, sometimes you just gotta, you know, just go for blood. Yeah, and he was going in. Was was he was he uh, making you irate at the table? No, no, nah, because he was enjoying his, the food. That, you oh, know, okay. he, he wasn't he wasn't shitting on it like it was yeah, bad. Yeah, he enjoyed it. Nah, so but the fact, it, yeah. but the combination wasn't like upsetting you or just making. Nah, hey man, you nah. do what you do. Nah, right. I don't judge nobody. Eat, yeah. right. No judgment. I had a sweet potato casserole for the first time ever. Never had that. They have marshmallows mm. in it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's right dangerous. There. That's dangerous. That's shit right there. Shout out to my girl. She she knocked it she out. She made that. That and mm. green bean casserole. Not, I'm not oh, a green bean guy. Green bean. Mm. Bro, look at you. She did Who some crispy onions. Man, get in a relationship, he becomes a brand new guy. Hey, look, <laughs> girls will make you do some weird things. Yeah, they sure will. Amen. No, that's the worst thing. That's a different show. Will make you will make men do the dumbest, weirdest, out of character thing of all time, man. Yeah, Save yeah. that for the end of the episode. Yeah, we'll we'll see yeah. 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 Different segment. There you go. Kids are still tuned in. That's the question. That's the question right there. Let that ponder. Let that yeah, simmer. But, but yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're fresh off the um, Matt Kennedy episode, which I don't know about you guys, but it was my favorite Mickey D's yeah, episode by far. Um, there was something real and genuine, authentic, organic about how the both episodes went. Episode one, getting to know Matt, part one. And then part two was more about uh, us, our concerns, what our concerns are in the community. And, you know, we got into DJ stuff. Um, is there anything that stood out to you guys? I mean, nothing. I don't think there's anything specific, I guess, because I work with him a yeah. on a daily. Well, yeah, daily, I guess. Um, that That really stood out. But obviously, it's just one of those things where, you know, there's value to someone like him and also the mindset of that he presents, you know, in regards to just being balanced. And then obviously, the, the biggest thing that's changed my life has been the uh, note taking and just like yeah. writing things down and really putting, you know, pen to paper, that muscle uh, really holds you accountable to like the things you want to do. So. Yeah, I jokingly asked Matt if you had a book out at the end of, uh, I think, part two. And um, and if you're really into that mindset, I, I encourage you guys to do your research on stoicism. And if there's an author I can recommend, it's Ryan Holiday. He's got um, three books off the top of my head. Obstacle is the way, stillness is the key, and ego is the enemy. And all three books connect with stoicism and just... Um, just having a balanced life. Where's your notebook? <laughs> well, I was about to say, um, no, it's in the car. But um, no, though, writing in a notebook. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a big one for me. Um, getting ideas out, journaling. Um, and, you you know, when you get the notebook, you put anything in it. It doesn't matter 
if you have ideas or or um, if uh, there's something you're reading and you just want to remember, the point is to be able to go back to it and reference it. Yeah, for sure. I think it's important also to note that, you know, similar to how we're letting you know how important the last episode was, actually taking the energy to go and go check it out mm-hmm. is valuable. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that, again, we can't make anybody... Like, if we have to send you the link, cool, it's because we care. But if you're not taking the time to to allocate that energy to hear, like, to actually listen and not just hear it, right? That's the difference. And I think, you know, how Matt kind of explains is, is, you know, he doesn't need to tell me how to live my life. Like, I'm a grown-ass man. Like, but the decisions I make, that that's on me. Yeah. Just and, need a little bit of and organization. And the value in that. And so, um, I think... Yeah, it's really important, and his story obviously is inspiring. Isn't crazy? Yeah. yeah, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Facts. So, yeah, definitely go check that out. It's really important. It, it you know, he's changed my life, and I think um, there's definitely ways that I think listening to that episode it could impact someone else's life. Actually, I think low key one of the realest moments we've had on this episode was, was when Rel um, had a moment of just saying, "What the fuck am I supposed to do?" And um, because, you know, there's X, Y, Z going on, what am I supposed to do? And I feel like, and that hit me because I felt like it was authentic. It was coming from a real place. And then I thought of when you, when that happened, I thought about all the DJs out there that are uh, struggling and, or just don't like where they are. And so I felt like it was important for, for you to have that moment. And Matt had a great answer. I mean, you know, you got to have a foundation to begin with and then once you're balanced and and you you have a routine and things are in motion things just naturally work out like when you write in a notebook it's about it's about getting the ideas out because one thing leads to the next Next thing but if you're not getting the ideas out or getting out what you need out of yourself then you're not going to get to the next thing is you're just going to sit there and be stale yeah absolutely there's a oh go ahead no no go ahead I was just going to say there was, um, I was talking to Matt uh, this last week that we met and uh, beyond his gratitude, of course, which he, he reached out to all of you guys. Yeah, yeah he absolutely. Asked my, he asked for everybody's info. But um, <clears throat> the other thing that, that kind of came up through our natural conversation was there was a, a guy that came into the store uh, at the mall and he was uh, trying to negotiate on a, <laughs> on a shoot uh, that was, I don't know. like it's it was assignment pro- or? Uh, it was, it was, yeah. So he's trying to negotiate on a shoe, and like for for those that don't know, like I, we have a consignment program along with our regular program. So some stuff we own, some stuff we don't own. Stuff that we don't own, our margins are really small, so it's not even worth the discussion of trying to negotiate. Yep. And I was telling Matt that this guy always comes in trying to negotiate. He makes it a tough time, and it's like twenty bucks is like the world <laughs> of of like his decision making, right? And for me, it's like. It's not that I don't want to make the sale. Obviously, I want to make the sale. But there's also a door that you could open that ends up being a flood. Like, now that person, every time they come in, expects expect that, yep. this, right? And so there's a level of just, like, firmness that I just, like, we, we stand our ground. And so there was, and then another customer who's always shopping with us. He comes up right behind him. He's like, yo, what's up with dude? And we're like, oh, uh, he was trying to negotiate the price. And he goes, negotiate? <laughs> he goes, yo, if he don't take it, somebody else going to take it. And they're my size. 
So maybe <laughs> I'm going to take it. And he's going to learn that if he doesn't take it, somebody else will. And he's like, I'm like, yeah. And then it just kind of like inspired this idea of our, our internal slogan. Because if we put this out in the public, I think we'll get some hate. But at the end of the day, like, <clears throat> yo, either you want it or you don't. You don't. Just that simple. Yeah. And that could have a double meaning because in life, you either want it or you don't. And ultimately, your decisions, we all know the right and wrong. We all know this is a straight path to success or to our goal mm-hmm. or not goals, right? But wherever you want to be, right? And and then there isn't a straight path. There's the the partying, the drinking, the whatever, the breaks, right? That we take from the long marathon to our success. But ultimately, we decide how we want to get there. And I think either you want it or you don't. And it just meant more. That yeah, way. And it's good that you brought up the, the goal thing because that's one thing he highlighted was get the goals out. Don't don't have goals. Either want it or you don't. You know what you got to do to get there. So do it. Keep it simple. Facts. Yeah. yeah. I think for me personally, the when, when he said the acts of service, it really stood out to me because, you know, going to Joe's point when I when I expressed, you know, some of the frustrations that I was experiencing. Um, and it was because mentally we focus on what we don't want. And, you know, I'm a firm believer of law of attraction and shit like that. And you, yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying to focus on the shit that I don't want or whatever, because right. obviously I'm going to continue getting that shit. Um, but, you know, doing during during hard times and and whatnot, it's. It becomes a struggle not to focus on, you know, the shit that you don't want or the shit that is just going wrong or whatever. You mean that you don't have? You don't have or yeah, yeah. you you don't, whatever energy you don't I want, got you. you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And you're just like, man, fuck this, she keeps happening. Yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I got to deal with that. I got to deal with this. Right. Whatever. Um, and I think when he said the acts of service will help you learn who you really are. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That really resonated with me because then... You that allows you to change your focus. Right. You know what I'm saying? Back to what Mickey was saying about his Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I wanted a Thanksgiving dinner in a you know a certain way, but I didn't get that. But I was still able to have a Thanksgiving dinner. You were still you know able to have a dinner. You were still able to eat <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day because yeah. there's someone out there who doesn't eat. You know what I'm saying? And and I get it. We all could say, yeah, I know that I should be appreciative of the things that I have, and that w- that should be my focus. But we are humans, and you know, how do we get out of that mindset and, and what is it that we should be practicing to help us be in a more appreciative mindset, right? Yep. And I yeah. think that acts of service when you are out there helping the less fortunate allows you to be present to that, allows you to be like, man, I'm helping this person that's less fortunate. I'm not in that situation. You know what I mean? I'm right. fortunate to be able to have a crib or yeah. be able to feed myself and, you know, have a job that pays the bills, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, that's what really resonated with me. And I was like, man, even if it's small, even if it's someone in your circle, your family, mm-hmm. whatever, you know what I mean? That acts of service goes a long way and it really resonated with me a lot. So I mean, from, from personally for me, I was just like, got it. I get yeah. it. I, I, I know what it is that, I should be practicing to help me continue to be in that appreciative mindset. You know what I'm saying? And that will help me across the board in every aspect of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing with with the DJs that listen to us looking for tips to get into a club and DJ and, and all that, like networking and all that. Like it starts with you and how you set yourself up 
for those moments or set yourself up for success. So if if you're going to ask me or ask us about the clubs and how to get in and what to do and blah, 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 blah. I'm just going to tell you to go back and listen to part one and two of, of the, the map of uh, what was it called? Um, I'm not a life coach. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you, go back and listen to that. Cause you got to start there. You got to create the foundation, lay the soil. And then, and then you evolve as you go in this business, but to just want to just think you're just going to get the best of the cream of the crop. Um, when we open back up, like it's, it's, not probably not going to be your reality. It's there's only a few people that it'll happen for, and they're probably in a very privileged situation. And everybody's success looks different. Like, yeah, you sure. can't compare Absolutely. yourself to somebody else's achievements. If I did that, like, damn, like I'd feel really shitty about myself. You'd be an insecure motherfucker. Right. I'd say that yeah. much. You know what I mean? So that's one of those things where you just gotta the way your future looks the way your success looks how you get there like all that is gonna look different so just you know attract it yeah and and speaking of future i think it's very important that you guys play some future oh (laughs) cute up mickey (laughs) no i I think it's important that you guys you know mickey had brought up a really good point in that part two episode of djing basically being a stepping stone to the next thing and and before that i i was basically saying um, this is this isn't gonna last forever. I'm I'm gonna I'm not preparing, but I already have it in my mind that when this is said and done, I'm gonna be ready to move on to the next thing, and I'm not gonna look back. Yeah, you know when, when we first started DJing, it meant the world to us, and I don't even think we thought what would life be like when I'm old. No, we just wanted to DJ. We wanted to go after the best bookings and and absorb as much as we can and take on the challenges to you know go higher and higher in this business. But you should be using DJing to set up the next thing if you want to continue to be in this business. Some people stop DJing and they get a really dope nine to five and they don't miss anything. Maybe once in a while they'll miss like some of the long nights of drinking or whatever, hanging out with the friends. But, you know, you got to you got to look at this and say, cool, I'm going to do this, make it last. But I understand I'm not going to be Terrell's point 55 years old in the club because who's going to want to see that? you know, a 55-year-old DJ in the club. So by, you know, around that time, I'm already going to be moved on doing something else. I already have investments, you know, coming through or owning something or or whatever, using your connections in this industry to take on new adventures. Like Kobe, I, I, wanted, I, wanted, I wanted to look this up, but I forgot. It was a complex um, sit-down they had with Kobe and Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And Kobe said something along the lines of, if I don't do any, this was right after he retired. He said, if I don't do better in my next 20 years than I did in my first 20 years, then it's a fail to me. Mm. And Kendrick Lamar sitting next to him like, God damn, (laughs) five championships. You know what I mean? Like, how can you top what you just did? But that's his mindset. He's not going to look back. He's going to use his connection, his name and whatever to, to, you know, make the most of what the next adventure is. And I think that's the mindset we have to have moving forward when this is all said and done. Cause it will be said and done at some point. I mean, at 55, you're damn near a senior citizen. So I yeah. hope you got to figure it out. <laughs> you're no, getting and, a and discount again, at the yeah, Denny's. Like I said, I don't want to discourage any old heads, but you, cause again, we know quite a few people, quite a few DJs that are in their fifties that are DJing. But again, they're doing it because of the passion and the love. They're not doing it because yeah. they got to fucking pay their bills. 
yeah. to do it. You know you what I'm saying? You don't get on that phase, you're going to phase out. Yeah, man. So <laughs> so let, let, let's make that one thing clear. Like, we're not saying yeah. like- No, oh, and, and I think those guys yeah. are very comfortable knowing Absolutely. who they are and what they're doing it for. And I'm not saying when we turn 54, we get to that age that we're going to be like, I'm not DJing ever. I'm, this is what we love. This is what we do. Like, and Look, man, when I'm 55, y'all can have the $400 paid yeah, I'm not, tra- I'm not, traveling gigs yeah, with no I'm hotel gonna be, room. I'm going to be like- <laughs> Y'all can have I'm going to be DJing at some spot. Yeah, I'm going to be- If I'm DJing, it's going to probably be at some spot that, you know, I either own or I'm invested in or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and I'm just doing it for the for the homies or whatever. Joe's going to be the 55-year-old DJ on TikTok with his abs. <laughs> hey, Joe, Joe's like, I'll take it. Think TikTok will TikTok still be around? TikTok will be around by then? <laughs> it'll be a multi-billion dollar company by then. Shit. The yeah. way they're going. Yeah. But- yeah, yeah, man. It was a great conversation with Matt. Great, we great appreciate we appreciate him coming through and just dropping those knowledges and just being able to chop it up with us, man. Because um, we picked a lot from that. Well, this is the conversations we want to have more. At least in this circle, there's you can have a ton of dope DJs and they can talk about the issues in the world and with COVID and whatever. But these are the conversations that are going to last forever. Yeah, and that you're always going to remember. It's not a what's it called a um uh. Splash in the pan or whatever. Um, what? Splash in the pan. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah, no? Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, it's not a spur in the moment thing. Gotcha. It's not like just trendy. It's not just a thing in the moment. Yeah. So, um, so and, yeah, this and is Matt's something that's going to come back anytime. He, he, oh, yeah. He we'll definitely, a little we'll, more than we'll he definitely, uh, we'll definitely have Matt back again. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's down with it. You know, yeah. at a discount. <laughs> right, right. So he might be big time by the time uh-huh. by the time we want him back. Yeah, we'll see. Um. So yeah. Um. Stepping back from Twitch, Rel, you took some time off, right? We took a week off. Or uh, something? yeah, we took a week off from Twitch. Uh, we we just decided, like, you know, we we constantly talk about being consistent with it, but we um, I think when we had this conversation um when we was on Facetime, it's just like it starts to become like a residency, you know, similar yeah. to a residency. And just like any any DJ that's had a residency, you want to take some, it probably starts to get a little stale to you. Yeah. A lot of shit starts to become repetitive, regardless if it's how the night goes, what you're playing, et cetera. You just feel like, let me take a step back, take a little time off, come back with some, with, you know, just being refreshed or whatever. So that's what... uh that's what Andre Cox, J Rose, and myself did. We decided, you know, we're gonna take a week off. Um, and kind of just hit the reset button and come back. We're sorry. You took you took some time off from your your stream as well. Yeah, I took about um two, two and a half weeks off. Um I was starting to feel that getting that repetitive feeling. Um, and also I was like my creative was just itching to to make new music. Yeah. And I and I don't know. Sometimes Twitch can just the setting up and all that. It's just more time, more than I want to do. Yeah, yeah. Especially if I'm thinking of doing it, whatever, two to three hours. Um. So I was just like, you know what? I'll take a few weeks off because for me, the um working on new music is more valuable, and I enjoy it more than streaming on Twitch. Gotcha. So um. So that's why I did what I did. But then I came back. I just did um this past uh, Monday. I'll probably do it again next week. But you know, w- you know, we're talking outside when someone wouldn't let us into this building. <laughs> we were sitting outside in the cold. Oh, ball. And, <laughs> and and when we started talking about it and, and you know, I was telling Rel, I said, you know what? I don't I don't wanna I don't ever wanna feel like 
as I get older, I, I want to, I don't want to feel like I have to do something. Like you're obligated to do. I'm obligated to. And, and that, and I start thinking about, well, why do I have to do three hours on Twitch? What if I just want to show up and do one hour or an hour and a half? Mm-hmm. And the people are just going to have to understand the viewers or listeners, whoever your fan base, if there is one, um, they're just going to have to, you know, turn up for that hour or know they come early mm-hmm. and, and stay for an hour and then keep it moving. Cause if, if, if I don't feel like doing it for two, three, four or five hours, like I, why should I, you know? Yeah. And, and I, and I'm speaking for everyone that feels that they have to do X, Y, and Z on Twitch because you see it's successful for other people. And that's fine. It's successful for other people. But if you're not feeling it, then don't do it or take some time off or cut it down. Because once upon a time, there was that not so much exclusive, but, you know, you don't want to give too much of yourself. You yeah, start yeah. to water yourself down. You mm-hmm. It's just too much. And, and people might stick around for a month or two and then they might fade away because it's just like too much of you. I don't speak for everybody. Angie V's people are always going to show up. Audio One's people is always going to show up, I believe. But I don't think you would want to give them too much of yourself. Give it to them once in a once a week or whatever, once in a while, and make it a moment. Like, yo, like come celebrate with me. Come hang out. You know, I don't do this often. Pull up, turn up, and then keep it moving. That's how I treat wifey. Wow. What, say that again Wow Make sure we make this a clip <laughs> I'm editing that What part What part So you only want to see her Once a week <laughs> You know You don't You don't make yourself Accessible as hey, My, my sex schedule is once a week You know me <laughs> On the weekends <laughs> Only on the weekends <laughs> Oh man I'm to say um, I'm, yeah, on a, I'm on a seven month hiatus So it's all good Yeah you're good Um no, but it's it's great to just have the it's I think it's more important to you for your sanity yeah. to say, you know what, I have the itch to go on. Let me go on as opposed to oh fuck. I gotta go I gotta on. do this shit. Yeah. And it, you know, there are, we can compare clubs to Twitch and the difference and the benefits of of both. And I do feel like on Twitch you can play whatever you want and people just enjoy whatever you're doing. I do think they have Twitch has that on the club, but with the club, I can travel the country playing a similar set and it's always a new crowd Mm. so i can get excited for that even though like i played this justin bieber song last night and the night before like i know these people are gonna love this shit even and again even though it's like three years old they Mm -hmm. turn up when despacito comes up Mm -hmm. you know so i know i'm gonna get a reaction from that so yeah I, i just think do do what feel do what you feel is right do what you feel is best for you and you know maintain a consistency but don't think you have to play the same consistent game that all these other streamers are playing do what you want yeah do what you want you know it made me when you mentioned the um dj residency Mm -hmm. it made me think like i can't well it's been a while since i've had like a, a very long time since i had like a weekly residency and i remember you on this pod talking about you got a little bored the routines got stale and you yeah. had to like check yourself and get mm-hmm. back to it. And I don't know. I, j- I just think that's, um, that's an interesting connection from having a, a club residency, feeling that way and having a Twitch, Twitch. quote unquote. And that's residency. exactly where I was just like, yo, I'm feeling it because you, you, you know, I was telling, I was telling Sean and I was telling wifey, I was just like, yo, I'm literally playing the same shit every week. Yeah. I go to look for new music, 
but it's only a handful of music. So if we're if we're if we're streaming for three four hours, yeah, that handful of music, that new music that I download, it's only going to last what thirty minutes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, and I obviously I can spread it out, but in That's between that. those pocket those in between pockets. It's still the same shit that I played last week. You know, we're still playing the same shit that we played the week before or whatever. So it got to the point where I was just like, eh, we might want to reconsider doing this shit weekly. <laughs> yeah. And that that brings up passion versus money. Exactly. Right. I'm not doing this shit to get paid. So I, yeah. I don't want to feel obligated to do it to your point. Like, I don't want to feel obligated because this shit ain't paying my bills. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I'm not, if I'm not, fully into doing it why the fuck am I doing it or you know we are not doing you know we're not fully into doing it then why the fuck are we doing it you know yeah and and I do feel like in some situations where you don't want to do something but if you're making whatever $5,000 a month doing it by all means man get your bread yeah get get that money and just figure out how to be at peace with it but if you know and everyone's different but if you have like like myself I have a more lucrative situation over here with this I'm going to focus on the and not only is it more lucrative in the moment but it's gonna set me up for future situations because if you're producing music and you continue to you're just supposed to get better and better right your sound becomes more polished and and everything just gets bigger and better as long as you stay consistent with that so if you have a, a situation that's again more lucrative or just better for you then do that and if you really have a passion for it do you still have a passion for playing Let's say you're a '90s hip hop head, mm-hmm. and you love your you love talking about '90s hip hop, and you love playing it. Like, do you really love playing it seven days a week? You know what I mean? Like, these guys sound like they all they do is love playing '90s hip hop seven days a week. And if that's you, cool. Yeah. But I don't think that's most of you. Mm. You know, so so why would you want to ruin that passion by feeling like you have to do it? You have to play. You have to drop that set five days a week or four days a week. You love it so much. I love it so much. I don't want to do it all the time. Yeah. I only want to do it once in a while when I get that itch to do it. Exactly. Yeah. That's what we're going to call our streams from now on. Itch Twitch. Itching the Twitching? Yeah. Itch Twitch. I got the itch to Twitch. That's... I'll tune in. (laughs) (laughs) Because you know it's going to come from a good place. Like, oh yeah, he's been wanting to drop this set for a while. Yeah. It probably sound better than watching him doing it once a week. Yeah. Or twice, three times a week. But even the normalcy is funny because like I, I don't get to tune into you guys all the time. I, hardly ever you, because uh, you're in the middle of the day. But then like with you guys, like I just have there's just the the consistency. Yeah. That even when you guys took the week off, even though like th- whether I was gonna tune in or not would would be in the air, right? Depending on when I got home. But it still felt like damn, they're not here. <laughs> <laughs> they're not here like, fuck we're missing something fuck like something's missing sometimes, yeah, you, see, sometimes you just like when but, something's there but it's yeah. good it's good like, to get the, like college you're basketball there, like I know my phone is charging somewhere like, it's you know, good like, to get that perspective though from the cons- the consumer um, you know point of view or whatnot. Yeah. because then we don't see that and then be like oh that's dope that they still look forward to that on a weekly basis regardless if he tunes in or not Yeah, you know what I'm saying because if he doesn't if I don't see you know, Mickey in the in the stream for three weeks in a row. You know, I'm like, damn, Mickey forgot about us. But then I don't know what he's got going on. Maybe, yeah. you know, his his girl went out of town one week and he was busy and then she got back in town. So you're spending time with her, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we don't know what's going on. So it's like people that we see on a normal basis or we we would see on a weekly basis normally, right? And we don't start to see them, you know, a week or two in a row. We're like, 
why the fuck are we doing this? The the the, the regulars are not even in and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, so you you get a little discouraged and you're like, I, I think you got to treat it like more like a celebration. Hey, we back tonight. Yeah. You know, everyone come out. It's yeah, been a while. Yeah, yeah. Let's exactly. do it. That's kind of how I felt going into my last stream was like, if it just felt good to like, you know, do a little something and not feel like, I mean, not really feel like I had to be there in a sense. I, I did because I still want to use that platform, but, but it definitely felt different than, oh, I got to do this. You know? As a consumer, as a, as someone who, who's a viewer. And a, and a chat talker for the sub most part. King. Mm-hmm. And a sub king. And a sub king. Making Big like king now. Making sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I really feel like, uh, this, I don't know how this is going to get taken, but like, I feel like people are there for you and your personality. I don't think they're, they, like, it's hard for people to engage when you're playing music. Like, all like when that's just the focus. Mm. I feel like when you guys shine on who you are, mm. your questions, scenarios, stories, mm. like those things, those things specifically to me stand out a lot more than like I don't know wordplay. Yeah. Or- well, it depends on your chat room too. If you have a chat room that's engaging, then it's easier for you. But as how much has the audience grown from Twitch one to Twitch last? How much has it grown from the the first Twitch to the last Twitch? Um, it's slowly grown, but 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 my my point is, Scene has a chat room that loves to talk and interact, and and he talks with them and all that. Whereas my chat room was just more like working and lurking. But his platform, he's been podcasting for years. Like, how are you going to get to like you know what I mean? Like podcasting. Like yeah, he's been putting a mix on on podcasts oh, right, right, right. for years, like before it was even a thing. Yeah. So he has a loyal fan base that's been downloading and subscribing to his stuff for years. That naturally, it's probably easier for him to transition people over mm-hmm. into Twitch because it's that thing. But like, you haven't had a, 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 a another presence in in that format mm-hmm. other than you know whatever. I, again, I'm just giving like an outside viewer's perspective. Yeah. But like. I can talk. I, I feel like more engaged to talk more instead of like reaching for some comment to try and spice things up. Yeah. Like versus if there's an actual topic or a conversation or story that that makes people more engaged to be there than to just have you playing. Because then I'm, at that point, I might as well just be listening to the radio mm-hmm. and have you guys DJ. Yeah, he makes a valid point because, for example, like last night, you know, Night Train tapped into our stream and we were having a conversation of like, what was Justin Timberlake's best album? And we were going back and forth, was it Justified or was it 2020? And we were trying to prove what the reason was. But then it gave us inspiration to play all Justin Timberlake shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it when that happens, when you have that engagement from your your uh your chat, mm-hmm. it absolutely makes it, you know, more well it's welcoming. Lamest term. Yeah. Like your opinion matters. So mm-hmm. say something. Mm-hmm. Versus, yo, sit right there while I do my thing. Right. Shut like, the fuck I, up and I, listen. I've yeah. told you guys like I, jokingly, but not jokingly, like I'm about to just fucking put a webcam by the by the bed and just be like, talk, yeah, yeah. just talk, yeah, fucking, yeah. what's up? What it's you guys want to know? But that's <laughs> what I'm saying. But and, and you you'll start to see DJs doing other things, right? For sure. Like for example, um, Sean brought up uh, Yasmina, right? She mm-hmm. DJs, solid DJing. She has a great following on 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 Twitch, but she has a night where she's literally like baking something and she's literally just talking. 
and just creating conversations. And it, the conversation would be about anything. It could be about what she's cooking, yeah. food. It could be about sex. It could be about whatever it is that you yeah. know the the um the uh the crowd you know engagement and this engagement like they're just talking. So I think it's that fine line of how do you get that engaging um chat room yeah to go. As opposed to you just playing music and film like, ah, I'm playing music. Yeah, because I've, I've been in situations where I have really fun conversations with people in the chat. And then there's situations where I'm just talking to myself and the people are just like, yo, I'm, I'm working, but I'm here. Like, oh, okay. And then at that point, it's like 20 people in the chat. Yeah. And, and I, it's it definitely makes it more challenging. You definitely got to come up with some real fun topics or just something fun to talk about when you only have like 20, 25 people in the chat and half of them are just working, like like Sam will tune in, but, but she's, she's, she's working. Yeah, she's, she's... Yeah, I think for you, up. it's just your, the time of the day that you do it. It's, yeah. It also changes yeah. things a little bit. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But, yeah, just, uh, you know, do what you want. <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> hey, do you. <laughs> do, do, do you, boo boo. <laughs> we won't give you all this advice, but at the end of the day, right, it's all yeah, you. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. Do what you want. We, we like to present op- opportunities to look at things a different way, but ultimately, <laughs> it's up to you. Here's Perspective. four doors. You pick right. the one. <laughs> Lead the horse to water. But <laughs> you can't make them drink. You saying that all fucking street. <laughs> Listen, I'm motherfucking thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> do you, uh, you guys care about um, these Spotify stream posts? No. No. No, I do. No, wait, 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 wait. I do. For my artist, Dubree, shout out to him. We've had, he grew a lot. Yeah. And it shows to our hard work and, you know, even with the pandemic. So for for the little guy, yes. For the big people, nah. No, fuck that. Shout out to us. We were in a lot of top Yo, we were on a lot of, I, we posted a lot of people saying that, you know, we were on their top three, top five, you know. Above some dead, other podcast. Dead or alive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, well, I'm saying, but yeah, definitely shout out to all those all those people yeah. that that reposted um you know our podcast on on their Spotify uh right. you know playlists and their top listens. We're a little further down the street. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, you know. Yeah. Shout out to Dazzler. Yeah, I saw we were in uh-huh. hers. We were definitely in Dazzlers. Um, shout out to you guys, man. We appreciate it. So yeah, we should say. It it does matter in that in that perspective to us. Yes, yes we do care no, about and that. And we but. and if you haven't posted, please post us. Yes, absolutely. Tag us, let us know. Yeah, you know, shout out to you guys. I can't believe uh, people have committed that amount of time to us. Yeah, I can't believe how much time I committed to the Joe Budden podcast Man. this year. <laughs> Alone, man. Maybe we should talk about ours. Yeah. You guys want to pull yours up real quick? I don't have Spotify. Spot? You have Spotify? No. Yeah, iTunes? Uh, I stopped I using Spotify. I stopped using Spotify using because of Joe. Yeah, you guys left with the JBP. Yeah, yeah we left with the JBP. <laughs> hey, I only got Spotify because of JB, uh, JBP. Only so, reason. Yeah, that's the only reason you know, why you I got pay it. for it. Though. it yeah, I mean, I, I well, wifey paid. She pays for it, so we were sharing oh, the okay. what you call it. Well, well, I started listening to the JBP on the podcast, and then it's like, all right, well, let me just listen to group chat and ourselves, and then you got the DJ City mixes. I never so, checked yeah. iTunes. That's a good one. Is yeah. iTunes giving you the um they should, the right? ranking Music, or whatever? Whatever your top twenty is, mm-hmm. did it? Let's see. Zach Noel had a really good um, post. He posted his streams. I I don't know. It was like eighty three million or thirty eight million, something ridiculous. And he said, "Now just imagine if I got a dollar for every stream." 
man. <laughs> I thought, yeah, yeah. yeah. We gotta have we gotta have that conversation, man. Or or more, we gotta talk more about that. Uh, artists um, getting basically one hundred percent of of what they put out, and you know whether it's through Bandcamp or um, you know iTunes or whatever it is. But I, I think we need to see more of that in twenty twenty one. And then I'm curious to know, do these Spotify? So I'm thinking about guys like me that put out these these producers, up and coming producers that put stuff out, and the big names. And I'm thinking, does this even matter when it comes to bookings? Because I feel like it's a it's definitely a flex for a booking, and you know, play the game rightfully so. Do what you got to do, even if you pay thousands of dollars to get it on the playlist, whatever. Flex, do what you got to do, but does this ultimately lead to what you want to do? And, and for the most part, everyone's trying to get booked. Yeah. Everyone's trying to do a festival or a club or, or make this a part of their pitch or their resume when they're trying to get booked. So for those guys, I'm just asking, you know, is it worth it? Does this really mean anything to you? Some guys will always be good. The big names, some of these big names will always be good. I don't think Troy boy needs to flex, but, he does, and he's an he's an animal. He's a beast. But you know the up and coming guys. I, I hope whatever you're investing into this, you know it works out in the long run. I would I would figure, unless you had your own platform, like a dollar a stream, and I know that's hypothetical. Or it's sure. like a dream scenario, but like man, it would just be so impossible to like make that justification in a DSP. Yeah. Because like when you really think about it, like how many songs do we stream? Right? How or or how many minutes do we listen to podcasts? Yeah. If you did a dollar a minute. Like it'd be impossible to pay these people out. Yeah. If I'm yeah. if you're charging me ten dollars or fifteen dollars a month, that yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Like that business model won't work. They so won't make no profit. I think it just comes down to like somebody like you gotta like have your own way of distributing the music to people. Yeah. yeah. And how you capture them, like that's a whole different story. But everyone's playing a different game, right? Maybe for some of these guys it's get big off the labels and then do your own thing. Like Drake can literally do his own thing and I mean he could make yeah. more money. That's somebody that could literally right. control it. I, yeah. I I think Sack Noel does pretty good for it. Like Sack and I have talked about him just not doing Spotify and just focusing more on his plat his other platforms where it's a more lucrative situation because He's got that kind of fan base that'll follow him wherever he goes. Yeah, but and, out of those millions of streams, how many of those people are converting? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and as long as he puts out, continues to put out dope music, and he partners with the right people, and and if he creates fair distribution deals, like um, he his song Tocame, which now is called Que Rica with Pitbull, like they did a they worked out a deal with Mad Decent. I imagine that deal was a good deal for him or else he wouldn't have done it. So if you're doing your own thing or you have a situation where you, that you think is fair and that makes you happy, I think those are the winning scenarios as opposed to I'm at the mercy of these platforms. I have to play their game. And, and maybe I, you play their game for a little bit. And I was and I was going to say like I and I I don't obviously I don't know the deal terms, right? But like he put that out probably under Barnatone first. Yeah. Then DJ City Records. Actually, I think it was just DJ City Records. Mm. I mean, I'm sure Barnatone <laughs> plays a role. Regardless, independent. In, in some form, right? Yeah. And then there's DJ City Records. And then DJ City Records got it to Mad Decent. 
right? And then now I'm I'm assuming Matt Deason worked out the deal with Pitt's Pitt. side. Yeah. Which I mean internally we all know that how that works out, but yeah. like in some sense. But damn, like now you're talking about four companies that gotta get paid off of this. Yeah. Like, signed to a nigga that signed to a nigga that signed to a nigga. He said it. <laughs> <laughs> but but at that point, like you're kinda like all right, this is like the lamb I got to sacrifice to get to where I want to get to. Yeah. Like, Dokame could be the step stool to... Yeah, and I, and I think you... And if I'm Sack, I'm thinking Dokame slash Gerika is like, I, I know what's going to do well and potentially do backflips, but... And whatever comes of that, cool. I'm using that as an opportunity for to get those listeners to listen to my other shit. Sure. So that I have new fans... Or just just to have something out, just to have something out on the you know you know globalization is gonna support the hell of it. All those DJs are playing it, but just to have something that's out, it's big, and then you go back to doing your indie stuff and you know putting out dope music. Yeah, because having Sean Paul next to your name is one thing; having Pitbull next to your name is another. <laughs> and so step by step, you know, like yeah. you got you got to I guess you got to take well. You, I'm not an artist, but <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming. Ultimately, each scenario can be different. Each case can be different, and you got to treat it as such. Sure, for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, yeah, and congrats to those guys, and, and shout out to Phenom, who was really the, um, I don't know, the driving force behind it. He said he wanted to hear it. something like this, and Sac Noel made it, and now we're here. So yeah, shout out to those guys. Um and uh Mickey, you got some traveling coming up, man. Are yeah. You, are you are you triple masking it or what? <laughs> you getting one of those Boba Fett head things? Just gonna get the whole suit work like, the mask. Triple masking work like double condoming, like oh, it's just like Lord. not extra <laughs> protection. Probably if you ever um, put on two condoms, you're sick. <laughs> you're sick. I remember that was such a big thing in the nineties, like to put on two condoms, and not, then it was just like, no, no, no what's wrong? Because that's what you heard yeah. in the rap songs, right, like right, do, right, doubled up. Yeah. <laughs> it was told you to double up. Like, your girl must have been sus. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the problem. She wasn't your girl. <laughs> that girl right. was oh, yeah. to the streets, right. neighborhood hood rat. That's because, that's because that first condom going to burn off. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's melted. <laughs> no, it's that warm <laughs> sensation. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> the fire and ice, huh? <laughs> that's fire last, 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 last. That's a condom. That, that that is a condom. It is. Yeah. So we can talk about that at the end. Okay. Right. Yeah, uh, I announced, or uh, we all announced. Uh, I accepted a DJ gig. Uh, shout out to Kevin McLaughlin, mm-hmm. DJ Chaos, mm-hmm. Danny West. Uh, and the entire El Chingon, El Chingon, Gbot Squad. Uh, been a while. What? Uh, shit, March, right? So since I've DJed, and uh, it's yeah, the last gig you did was Chingon, and the first gig you no nah, Sidebar was my last gig. Oh, Sidebar. Uh-huh. Okay. And I don't think I did Chingon that weekend. I think. Or yeah, was you it did. Ching- yeah, you did. It was. It was Chingon yeah. then Sidebar. Yeah. 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 So shout out to Kev. Uh, Kev's always uh had a great relationship, and I think it's one of those things where like. I haven't put it out there that I want to DJ. I could care less to DJ. I don't, you know, whatever. And um, it's one of those things where you're just like, I don't know, I guess energy and timing and uh, Texas is open. Uh, unlike California. Wide open. 
which California just went under another mandate uh, of staying at home. But retail still stays open somehow. So I'm st- they, 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 make it make sense, guys. Make it make sense. <laughs> can, you, can you believe? And no stimulus. Can you believe? Yeah, no stimulus. <laughs> Let's talk about that. But can you believe that the only thing ha- changing at the mall is that the food court is closed? Yes. <laughs> Just damn. But no, 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 no. Hold on. It's open. But if I I can go to the food court and from 10 feet away, see the person I'm going to get my food from, but I can't tell them what I want to order. I have to call them. I could be right in front of them. Yeah. I have to call them <laughs> yeah. and tell them what I want. What? And I'm still going to pick it up from them. Yeah. I can't physically Why speak can't you just to go them. There and t- they ha- it has to be over the phone. That's yeah. what the new mandate changes the mall. Everything else, same shit. Yeah. Crazy, right? Anyway. So Texas. Anyway. <laughs> Holy shit, bro. <laughs> Shit's weird. And so, yeah, and our freaking po- polit- politicians are freaking over there voting against dining out and then they go dine out. Yeah. So uh, that's a whole other story, bro. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's anyway. too windy to be eating outside right now, anyways. Yeah, yeah we are all right with it for this. Nah, week. what you talking about? This morning was nice as shit. Yeah, around one o'clock, mm-hmm. man. Right. Could have had anyways. your little BB's breakfast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I took this gig, they hit me up, um, you know, and they're opening up, congrats to them, uh, a new El Chingon in Fort Worth. Uh, I remember being out there actually, uh, not that long ago and they were location scouting. So it's kind of amazing. I think about a year ago, last football season, mm. cause I, I got to go to the Cowboys game, uh, shout out to Phenom and, and the squad. Uh, I wasn't cheering for the Cowboys. Relax. <laughs> I know you weren't. Yeah, I can hear this. <laughs> I think they were playing the Rams, though. So go Rams. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were location scouting, and now they got their spot, and uh, they're almost done building it. So nice. Grand opening week. Uh, they announced a, a big lineup. Shout out to Karma, Jason Weiss, Chaos, Shadowman, Tony, Tone. When when is when is this happening? Uh, I will be there. The 26th and 27th. So, oh, right after Christmas. Right the day after. Mm. And then Jason Weiss plays, I believe, the 27th and 28th. Okay. So he's flying in a day early. Shout out to him. Shout mm-hmm. out to Double Down. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. And Squad. That's I didn't the, name everybody, but everybody the... knows who's there. Uh, so forgot you, my bad. But, yeah, no, I mean, honestly, look, I, I just to get it out of the way, because I felt a little bit of like, oh, so COVID doesn't exist in Texas. Nope. And I'm just like, uh, well, I, I mean, yeah, I guess it does. But, um, you know, I've been at Atlanta. Atlanta's wide open. Atlanta has the least amount of cases. Could be because of the least amount of testing. But, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. And, um, you know, I was very cautious when I was out there. I wasn't around a lot of people. So it is going to be interesting to see what the scenario looks like walking into this. Um, I'm hoping that getting in and out of the DJ booth is not a a big deal. Um, but, you know, I'm just there to do my job. You Are know? you going to be uncomfortable if people aren't wearing masks? Oh, they're going to not be wearing masks. I've seen the videos of Texas. Mm. I mean, I think that's... You're going to get you gonna get one of those people hanging over the DJ booth, hey, yo, my man, all in your face. I'm like, yo, bro, <laughs> can you play? Uh... <laughs> well, luckily, look, the, the, the way that... Uh, I would say Gbot as a group, their organization is mm. very on point. Like they don't miss a spot. I already have 
a entire um, memo specifically for DJs on how to like conduct uh, a gig or get through a gig mm. um, when it comes from what to play, what not to play, when to be there, how to be there. They sent that out to you? Oh, yeah. 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 What can't you play? And I, I'm i not going to put their business out there. Oh, man. But <laughs> at the end of the day, it's a, it's a, they, look, at the end of the day, we no have a gonna. job. Huh? <laughs> no gonna. <laughs> no, 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 it's no, it's no, Fort like Worth, that. Texas. Come on now. For you. All right. No, but at, at the end of the day, you have, you have to, uh, not every DJ is going to be able to read the room. Right, I <laughs> read think. the room, man. Yeah, read the room. Getting the t-shirts made, and so you kind of know when when to do things and when not to do things. And so they're they're just kind of like putting bold around the border that you already knew existed, mm-hmm. um, emphasizing a little bit, and more. just helping you like stay within reason, which totally makes sense. And, I know, I know the song. Huh? Don't play, fuck Donald Trump. No, 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 no. not in like Texas. That. You're not playing that shit. I mean, nigga, you I think that's one of those common sense things. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, yeah. So, but th- there's there's a there's a guideline that uh, it's more of a suggestion, not necessarily what you got to follow. Gotcha. But if you want to come back, I mean, he definitely ain't going hood. Huh? <laughs> he definitely ain't going hood. No, there's there's within. Yeah. Is can. it when, when is the gig? When is it? 26 and 27. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be out there for a couple of days. We going, guys? Uh, so, no. Hello. Network. <laughs> yeah. You want network? I'll be in Virginia. I maxed yeah. out my networking with that situation. <laughs> 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 you just, just got to know and it's just, you just got to keep it moving. Anyway. Um, yeah. D's in Texas. <laughs> yeah, if they want to shit, host us and do all that, I'm down for that. One day, yeah. Pretty Mickey sure. D's I mean, takeover. Hey, man, yo, they, but, they've always yeah. been a fan of us. Uh, yeah. They've always been great to us, and you know we'll we'll uh, see what the future holds, and yeah, maybe we we'll do a Mickey D's takeover. Yeah, daytime and nighttime, and we got to over record the podcast. Do, do a podcast from there, there. live yeah. from the situation. Let's go. Sean is trying to get out of the house. <laughs> hey man, hey the budget's cool. Everything's cool. Oh, yeah. so, steady. We're there. Mm-hmm. We we there. Say less. So. All right, uh, twitching with Rel. Yo, we gotta go with that question though. What did I? What was the we, question the, again? The question. Um, what'd you say? Oh, what was the 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 dumbest or weirdest? Oh, the no, we. I thought we talk, we asked that question already. The one though. thing your girlfriend's made you or your fiance's made something you that you convert. did for your uh your fiance or yeah. your girl. Did we talk? I feel like we asked that question before. Um, something similar to that? Yeah, with something Angie. Similar to yeah, that. with Angie when we we're talking about like oh, oh yeah, 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 we did. What was the corniest, corniest thing you yeah. ever did for a girl? That's right, because we she did the whole grass thing. Yeah, you yeah. ever use a fire and ice condom? Have I used one? Yeah. No, nah, I haven't used one. Hey, I remember when we stayed at the Palms. What? In the, the, the suite? Is this how you Palms place? And we're looking at you know we're, it's like we're new to this shit kind of, and so we're looking through all this stuff and. Had a fire and ice box of condoms for twenty dollars. I'm like, man, that sounds dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> so like you're walking a thin line. I, first of all, why the fuck would I pay twenty dollars for that shit? Yeah, oh, man, man, what side is the fire shit. on? Exactly. Inside or outside? Uh, Wait, have you used it? No, 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 no. no? So you got three dudes in a room. I got Who's using that shit? Smack that night, bro. That was bro. the one we were in the suite, right? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. fire and ice is that. dangerous. Uh. Mm, sounds dangerous. <laughs> just feel like you caught something live. <laughs> just, sounds like you're like walking a, a thin line. Sounds like you're skating on thin ice. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that, it should that look that like, is, a commercial. It like a Trident commercial. It feels like a Trident commercial. That's terrible. 
First they're sour, then they're sweet. Right. Uh-huh. You ever had a, a a significant other uh put ice in their mouth and then uh Yes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Like that. Yeah, it's it's, it's refreshing. Yeah. Something like something like that, I yeah. guess. Maybe. Without the burning sensation. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, from ice in the mouth. <laughs> no, well, I'm saying because he said it's similar to like the fire oh, icing. Oh, I'm like, right. yeah, mine has <laughs> half the other sensation. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah, but I see what you're going with that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, we all have that. I was trying to think. They trained those people <laughs> because it was like a period of time where that was like the popular thing to do. Like, have you ever tried this? Apparently, shit? was it yeah, like 2012? It was like some shit. I don't remember. It was a minute ago. I remember. I like, when we did it, like, it was 2011. Oh, Who's we, we, nigga? <laughs> don't fucking look at me and say when we no, did when it. When we went to the palms, <laughs> we went to the palms and we saw it. Oh, oh, oh that's what you. That meant. was like 2011. <laughs> So oh. Ice Trick is like a PlayStation controller that comes with the console. <laughs> just goes with the girl. Oh my oh god! god. Uh, go see. We what was the question? Don't, we don't know. We just asked me plenty of questions. Yeah. Um, we can go with this question. Uh, what is one thing you regret paying for? <laughs> one thing. <laughs> yeah, let's I do that. Regret... Right, come on, Mickey. Let's go. <laughs> you know, man. I'm. I'm just. Chalk it up to just investing your money into a, a sit, potential situation with a girl and it just falling through, and you're like, fuck. Whether it's a investing, trip, investing your money into a girl, oh, into man. A, just a situation, just a moment, like just an evening, and yeah. then it falling so through, you're like, get ass. Yeah. A hundred percent. But absolutely. But you always know that there's a possibility that you're not going to get it. So you know what the risk is sure, sure, approaching sure. Like that any situation. Other investment. Just right. exactly. Don't put up money you can't afford to yeah, lose. Yeah, exactly. So you know you might. All right, cool. You may think, oh, listen, I, I, my odds are with me. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm gonna put a little bit of money on there. I know you, nigga. You, you try to wind down a girl. You gonna Stop wind it. down a girl. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> You said, I'm trying to get her to pay for my meal. You said no. You're not Sean. <laughs> One time I took a girl to Nobu. Oh, you, you smashed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, man. But that, that was a situation them. where there was really, I mean, I don't know, I'm making excuses. I'll be making excuses. You marrying but, that girl. But, but in, huh? <laughs> you marrying that girl. You took the Nobu. No, no. It was different. We were on tour. It was in Miami. We had a show. We were on story. Yeah, I told the story. Oh, yeah. You did tell the story. Yeah, LMFAO yeah, yeah. tour. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, but, but anything outside of that, it rare, rare. I mean, I've offered in some so points. It, so basically, but, I feel like all our answers are going to be uh, uh, women related. We regret spending our money on a specific woman. Yeah, no, you know how many times I bought a shoe that wasn't worth the. Like, oh, stupid. Man. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Right, made threes. Fucking paid $1,400 a pair for six pairs. They're worth $300 now. Which one? Fragment threes. Oh, man. That's the equivalent oh, yeah. of buying the recent ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Stock. yeah. Damn. Damn. That's happened too. Yeah. That's true. Well, if anyone's looking like, for a pair for $1,400, take the L and keep it pushing. Yeah. I understand that. I'm going to sell it for $600. You sell, how much you sell? You sell them for $300? I ended up selling a couple. I, I sold one for eight, I sold one for six. And then now we have them up for like five something. They're mm-hmm. going for like four something on StockX. Oh, okay. So five is reasonable, but I'm still taking a $900 loss per pair. Yeah. Easy. Damn. That's crazy. But you I didn't realize they were uh, that cheap. That cheap. Yeah. I just bought a personal pair for $320. Mm. Mm. That's, a, that's a great price. Yeah. Anyways, yes. 
How short is too short when you're hooking up with someone that your man hooked up with? What? How short of a time in between you about to hooking up with a girl, you about to hook up with a girl, and the last time your man hooked up with a girl? Nigga, shit. Because on the tour, next... there was some 24 hours. Yeah, the next day, buddy. <laughs> if she ain't your bitch, shit, let's, hey, yo, it's cool. Yeah, right. as long as it was a conversation. It was a conversation. She got to brush her teeth, too? What? Yeah, nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wait at least two weeks, first of all. COVID? Quarantine. You let it quarantine. She got to quarantine. You got to box quarantine. Oh, you got the homie smash? You got to go quarantine. This is a different day now. Y'all still eating the cake after they blow out the candles? Yeah. Now? Yeah. Probably not. Nah. I think people know now It's like alright Don't don't blow it out Take a plate yeah, to it Take a paper this. plate to it I always tell them Don't do that You see Especially when little kids It was little kids birthday They got a good ass cake And you Before it's pre-COVID <laughs> yeah. Spit all over the guy Give them a blow dryer Tell them to open it Before he blows the candle out Hey, we got an outlet. We got yeah. an outlet around here. Like, get that nigga a, a personal shit. cupcake from the blow the candle operated. out. Give a personal cupcake. cupcake from the blow the candle out. Yeah, we're doing out. cupcakes now. Get some charged C Duracells. Throw yeah. that in there. Exactly. <laughs> Put man. that thing to work. Um, yeah, twenty four hours. I mean, I don't know. COVID time. I don't know. On tour, twenty four hours was too short. But then again, everyone on tour was drunk, so they didn't care. Yeah, why, that's what I'm saying. Like, why? Why would you care? I feel like there's a lot of unsanitary things. Happening I mean, there's there's been times. I'll tell you, there's been fun... times when niggas waited 15 minutes. They in the same room. Yo, pass it over here. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll tell you a time on tour <laughs> that did not include me. Oh, okay, 100 percent did sure? not include me. We were in Spain. How do you know someone. The no, because because <laughs> we talk. You don't think I talk to my guys? You don't think word gets story gets around? Legend has it. Yeah, okay. Rumor on the uh, party rock streets. Oh, okay. Um, girl hooks up with dude before show. Okay. Then girl hooks up with another dude after the show. Mm. Then y'all have showers out there. And then girl hooks up with Where was dude, this at, different dude in a hotel room. Dude in that in that room. Damn. Dude three kind of kicks her out. She's in the hall. My other guy sticks his head out the door and sees this girl's all by herself in the hall, invites her in, takes her down, goes to sleep with her, thinking like, damn, man, she was so cool. This was a real fun experience. Like she was really feeling it. Just smashed before it. She's he's like, man, she was was it was a vibe. Like they had a real good time, you know? Guy number four. This is guy number four. (laughs) Oh. He's telling me this story in the morning. By morning, I already know who's been through this girl. And I'm just like, oh, you poor soul. Did you tell I him? I ain't going to be the one to tell you. Ah, oh, nigga, you ain't a real no, friend. I, no, I, I couldn't. I was like, no, you you got to find out through whatever. Yeah, Next time we... we you. It, it wasn't in my I'm place to podcast. tell. It wasn't in my place to tell. <laughs> so, hey, <laughs> he's hey, just bro. finding out right skip now. To, hey, yo, my hey, bro, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. So right before we fly to wherever... He, we talk about it. I don't say anything. I'm like, man, when you find out, you're going to be pissed off. We land. He's sitting by himself, staring at the floor. I walk up. I was like, yo, you good? He's like, man, I just found out all the dudes you hooked up with. And and I was like, damn, yeah, well, you know, tour life, you know? He's like, but, you know, I do feel a, a little better. She told me I was the biggest one out of all of them. I'm like, man. Come on. Like, man. <laughs> So this is about your ego. Like she made your ego feel good, and now it's all good. 
he eventually like reconnected with her oh, in God. a different situation a week or two later, and and that was like his thing every time we went to that location. And they got married. But just that that's but that's how crazy it is for men. <laughs> when we hear something like that, we go, oh well, you know. <laughs> well then that just makes it all good. That makes it all better. I wouldn't have cared in the first damn place. <laughs> yeah, I'll give a fuck, bitch. First of all, I'm not gonna believe you if you did tell yeah, me. You exactly. wouldn't have cared if dude if another dude smashed an hour before that and another dude and another dude three within three hours before. No, that? he's saying if 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 she um admitted that it was the he was the biggest oh, oh yeah. that's what you well, even that if if I'm dude number four right if I didn't know I'm not know, dude number four in the, well, same, 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 number four. In the same 12 hours <laughs> I am not dude number four yeah, Listen, I, I'm, I'm, I'm upset you I'm don't upset. know though he didn't know you that's might be a situation where you don't know you're just like man I'm My drunk nigga, I'm horny like what the fuck what's out there herself I'm not kidding. No, you just gotta sit there and think about you making out with her and knowing what happened. Possibly, think about that. Think about that. Did he know the time difference? Yeah, because it was all within like five hours. That's crazy. She didn't wash her ass. No, brush her teeth. Nothing. Same dress, same outfit. Marinated. And but but also when you have after parties in the hotel, (laughs) she she was drying. And you see girls four hours. if, If you see girls out. Just out of the room or wherever lobby or whatever, you're just assuming <clears throat> they no one hooked up with them because everyone got their girls for the night, so they're done for it's it's like seven a.m. So, so whoever's a got a girl or I'm six a.m. God bless her for holding herself together after being ran through three and then yeah. being presentable for the fourth. Apparently, for the mm, I think the one. first one was just dumb. Second one might have been too, but still, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say ran through, ran through, but you know. So you would know. Yeah. I don't know. Man. <laughs> I'm all from all defending her. <laughs> have you have you hooked up with more than more than one uh, chicken one day? In one night? In one night? No, 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 no. Um, yeah, no. Um, let an opportunity squander. But what about twelve a.m. to twelve a.m.? 12 a.m., 12 a.m.? That's still, that's still the same that's, fucking day. I was going to say the same, same day. I just want to see if they need to nah. change the answer at all. Does it count if you nah. had already smashed both of them before? What do you mean? No, it doesn't count. Like, yeah. if you did it in the same day, the same 12-hour oh, okay. time right, difference. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Definitely have yes. done that, yeah. Multiple times, yeah. I mean, damn, nigga, you nasty. You gonna catch something. <laughs> yeah, I got a double-double before. A couple times. You two different girls in one 24-hour span? No, Two different girls? Are you saying two different girls in one? One hour? Two different girls in the same day. In the same day. Yeah. What, what was the time difference between both of the girls? Four hours. Four hours. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds about As a right. young, immature man with yeah. an ego, I definitely wanted to make that happen. Yeah, I, I, I don't it. think I did I've done it. Yo, the cruises? People counting? <laughs> the cruises? Oh my God, my name. Keeping count. Uh, yeah, I, 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 come on, man. When you're 20 some years old, that's come all on, that man. matters. And then you body count. Yo, man. guess Try what I did last night? Yo, guess what wasn't on my story? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, close friends would have been popping back then. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, you know, that was back in the heydays. It's just a bunch of old niggas reminiscing on the back <laughs> on the old yeah. days. Yeah, tour life was wild. It was something else back then. No, cruise ships were wild. Cruise ships were wild. Well, not Yo, for me, but... Yeah. Man, cruise ships were wild, bro. I didn't go to college. That was my college years. <laughs> your college years? Your dorm, man, dorm years dorm, in the cruise ship? Bro, yeah. man. I should have got... 
arrested for the shit I did on that cruise <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Royal Caribbean. Oh, for real. Hit <laughs> my file for bankruptcy anyways. <laughs> Royal Caribbean is the real MVP in this. Yeah, what was that, 10 years ago? Yeah, we passed that. Yeah, they can't done. do nothing They can't do something for me, right? <laughs> hey, it's, it's all legal on the open seas anyway, man. Sure. Yeah, valid point. We're not talking about any age difference. Yeah, yeah. we're not talking well, about it. I don't fucking know under age bitches. Hey, you know what? I know that's not what you meant. All heard, this shit is legal. I heard the DJ getting kicked off because he got caught with underage shit. Mm. Yeah. I don't know who the DJ he was. He got dropped off at a random <laughs> island, right? <laughs> they kicked him off on whatever the next uh, stop was. Last name was yeah. Epstein. Nah. You stupid. <laughs> he he DJ. Yeah. They, they were like... They Did were, everything else. We'll see what this crazy chick was like. I think the chick was like... 15 or 16 years old or something. I'm like, bro, what? What? Yeah. Like, nah. Oh. But mm-hmm. obviously, you know, when, when your 15, 16-year-old child is missing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They're not in the club because they're not old enough to be in the club. So where's my child at? Hey, we lost our child. Oh, Where is it at? Where is it at? No. Watch the cameras. What do you do? Oh, mm-hmm. we found her. Where's she go? Oh, she's going in, in to the crude area. <laughs> what? With the, the DJ? Oh, nigga. Yeah, get, get your stupid ass out of here Throw him overboard <laughs> Yeah we were in some country And I forgot I think the age to get into the club was 16 mm-hmm. And it's like drinking and all that Full on at 16 years old We get done with our show And at the end of every show We always have girls on the stage dancing Because it's like sexy I know it, And they bring random people on And I'm just like <laughs> Something's Something not right up. here. Something looks yeah. different. No. Something looks up. So it's like me and four other people, and we are literally on stage in the background, like on a couch, and we're all like, something's not right. And then, and then you know, people are getting drunk and they're doing what they're doing. And one guy brings starts to bring two girls back to the room, and thank God, um, the uh, security guard that we travel with, he checked everyone's ID, no matter what. He said, wait up, let me see these girls' IDs. Even though they were of age to get in, they were still underage, according, again, in another country, but moral standards? Yeah. Our guy was like, I can't let you do this with these girls. Mm -mm. Uh, 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 Like, uh, that's too young for you. And like, I just can't. And it was like, all right. And then that's when we start realizing, yo, they're Probably 16, but there might be some fake IDs out there. So you're thinking about 14, 15-year-olds out here, and they let these girls go to these clubs, and whatever happens, happens. That's wild. Yeah. Okay, we're going to end it on that note, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We got anything positive? um, Globalization. (laughs) We just had uh, CRG. Yes, CRG. Yeah. Yeah, we just had CRG. Shout out to him. Um... Up next. Oh no, we got CRG this week. Yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, we just had we just had Exodus. Exodus. Yes. Yes. Shout out to Exodus Double Down Radio on Fridays. Uh, make sure you check them out Friday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, of course, check us out Tuesday evenings, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We have CRG from Austin. Yep. Shout out to him. If you know, you know the man's bootlegs and remix game is on point. Email me. Yeah, shoot uh, email, shoot, right. shoot the playlist to you. You want his playlist? Is that what you're saying? Just send me the records. Oh, okay. I got there a gig go. coming up. There you go. <laughs> there you go. CRG. <laughs> just, just tag us all. Shoot us all a, a, a Dropbox folder. Um, And that's it, right? Yes, sir. I think all so. right. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.